This is Economy Watch. What you need to know about New Zealand's economic life today. Brought to you by interest.co.nz. Kia ora and welcome to Friday's Economy Watch where we follow the economic events and trends that affect New Zealand. I'm David Chaston and this is the international edition from interest.co.nz. Today we leave with news markets are in a holding pattern ahead of tomorrow's non-farm payrolls report. US jobless claims data came in pretty much as expected at 324,000 but this was lower than the prior week. And the number of people on job support benefits fell to under 2.9 million which is a substantial drop. Tomorrow we get the non-farm payrolls report and the expected July job gains are 870,000. A lot hangs on this level, with recent evidence this may be an overly high expectation. American vehicle sales in July ran at an annual rate of 14.8 million, which was a drop from 15.2 million annual rate in June. This is now a much smaller car market than what we see in China, where the annual car sales rate runs at over 20 million. Meanwhile, the Biden administration and the U.S. car makers seem set to announce that a half of all cars and light trucks sold by 2030 would be electric vehicles under voluntary targets. This caps a very fast shift to EVs across the world. And in another regulatory change, the U.S. SEC is getting ready to regulate crypto assets in the same way as stocks, bonds and commodity-related trading instruments. Both the US and Canada released June goods and services trade data overnight. The Americans saw exports and imports grow, but imports slightly more, so their deficit widened slightly. The Canadians reported a good export rise, but a fall in imports, so they ended up reporting a surprise merchandise trade surplus. And the latest July data is showing that the housing markets in both Toronto and Vancouver are taming down, and quite quickly. In China, very high electricity demand is forcing them to toss aside their recent environmental commitments. 15 shattered coal mines are the latest to be reopened, on top of 38 in Inner Mongolia last week. In Beijing, it seems environmental goals are for international media consumption and entirely fudgeable, whereas keeping the economy going is their main concern. The opening of their carbon market hasn't won plaudits either. Meanwhile, the iron ore price keeps on falling down another 6% yesterday, taking the total drop in just three weeks to minus 23%. And there were a few central bank policy decisions released over the past 24 hours. In Brazil, they raised their policy rates by 1% to 5.25% in the face of sharply rising inflation. In London, England, they did nothing. In the Czech Republic, they raised their policy rate by 25 basis points to 0.75%. In Australia, their June trade surplus for both goods and services of $10.5 billion is a fresh record high for any month, eclipsing the previous record of $9.9 billion in January. But almost all of this strength is due to higher prices. It is possible that the final data will show Aussie merchandise export volumes falling. And if prices start retracing, the combination could generate a rapid unwinding of their recent Goldilocks run. The US Treasury 10-year yield starts today at 1.22% and up 4 basis points overnight. And the price of gold is now just on $1,805 an ounce and down $9 from where we were yesterday. Oil prices have been active overnight, but are now little changed from this time yesterday. So in the US they're just under $69 a barrel, while the international Brent price is just on $71 a barrel. And the Kiwi dollar opens today at just on 70.6 US cents and up again since this time yesterday, even if only slightly. 
Against the Australian dollar was soft at 95.3 Australian cents and against the euro were unchanged at 59.6 euro cents. That means our trade weight index starts today at 73.4 and unchanged. And the Bitcoin price is now at $40,293 and up 1.6% from this time yesterday. Volatility in the past 24 hours has been very high at plus or minus 4.3%. You can find links to the articles mentioned today in our show notes. Get more news affecting the economy in New Zealand from interest.co.nz. Kia ora, I'm David Chaston and we'll do this again on Monday. Mm-hmm.